Hey, my beautiful babies, what's up? It's your girl Nomi Jackson here, along with the fantastic Ishii on the other line. Yeah, it's a little early for him, but he's got stuff to do. <laughs> it is Sunday, March 28th, 2021, at 7.22 a.m. where I am. How are you guys doing today? How is your Sunday so far? Uh, we got another cloudy and drizzly day, it looks like, out there. Uh, but what can you expect? Midwest spring, early spring. So, this is about normal, I suppose. <laughs> I do wish it would get just a little bit warmer. Or if not warmer, i trade in warmer for sunshine. Because too many cloudy days, you know, doesn't really do good for the spirit all the time. But what are you going to do? Um, how's your weekend going so far, guys? Uh, wait, any plans for today? I don't think I have any, well, I do. I have some plans, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're not interesting enough to talk about, you know, so, you know, I just gotta do what I gotta do. Um, but I hope you guys have something really exciting. I wish you could share it with me. I love to hear happy and exciting news from people. That really makes me happy. Um, what else do I want to tell you guys? Hmm. I don't know. I'm on my second cup of coffee right now, so slowly the uh, brain cells are starting to get sewn together <laughs> so I can make a, um, a, a comprehensive thought, <laughs> so to speak. So hopefully that'll kick in pretty soon. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, you know... I was praying uh, this morning, and I asked God what he would want me to share with you. Um, because at the end of the day, I'll, you know, I, when I start to feel bad about things, um, I have to remember that, you know, I'm here to do his will, not mine. And that's the only way I'll find peace. And so, you know, within minutes, I felt um, to tell you guys today, I should tell you about the differences between faith and hope. And the reason, I guess, probably because it pertains to me at, you know, at this particular moment. That's some one of those things that, you know, I struggle with when I, um, because I start to... Uh, do you know, like, how I like Steve Harvey and, like, his um, his whole thing is you can do whatever you want to do, you know, just ask God. And then you have, like, um, you're born with talents. And if you pursue those talents, you, you know, he says you'll be successful in whatever you do. Um, and he uses himself as an, a living example. He said ever since he was a kid... Like, he had comedy. It just came out of him naturally. And that was his talent. And he pursued his talent. And now he's rich and successful. Um, which is great. And But I know there's, like, a lot of sacrifices he made along the way, including, you know, his first family. He kind of, like, left his family situation so he could pursue his dream and talent well, that part is not really cool to me, you know, because, you know, he disappointed his family. And, you know, now years later, 
that his first set of kids, you know, are grown and everything. He has money, and now he can um, spoil his whole family. Um, not necessarily his poor first wife, but, um, <laughs> you know, but uh, I think to a certain extent he's right that um, you are, everyone has talents uh, inside of them. But I don't think everybody can actually um, achieve what they want to achieve with their talents. Uh, I don't think everybody was meant to. I think everyone has a specific purpose and it's not necessarily going to um, be with your talents. You know how many talented comedians there are out there that will never make it? And they're probably just as funny as Steve Harvey. Um, our sweet Mikey Poo. I mean, that man was blessed with purpose and talent and drive. He had all that. Um, and he did good with what he had, as I always say. Um, I know I know. Uh, our Heavenly Father was very proud of how he gave back. So that's good. But I'm saying that to say, I'm sure there's tons of talented singers and dancers out there that will never get the opportunity. They can try and try and try, but if it wasn't meant for them to be on that level, and when you think about it, how many people are actually on that level of fame and success, as opposed to how many people actually have talent? And a lot of people can sing, a lot of people can sing and dance, um, but does not mean that they're going to be successful in that field. And I guess that's one thing that has always bothered me. I guess I kind of listened to people that said, if you use your talents, you will be successful. And I have not found that to be true in my life. Um, let's say, okay, I'm a good cook, you know, and for years I, w I was known, you know, in people around the family um, that I was a good cook, but it's, I'm not any better than, you know, a top chef. I'm definitely not even at the level of a top chef. So while I have the talent to cook really good meals in a home situation doesn't mean I'm going to be a successful chef. You know, I don't have the tools to do that and I'm not that talented. I'm just good at what I do. Um, what else? I write poetry and I think, <laughs> I think my poetry is really good, but, you know, other people think it's too simplistic. But mine, actually, my poetry, my love poetry, and, in, in, you know, specifically, is a gift from God. Because all the words that come from my heart are just pure love. And that is just purely from God. And so I know that's my God-given talent. Uh, but nothing, <laughs> I'm certainly not getting successful from doing that. And, you know, I try and I like to speak to people and encourage people and love people. I think I'm very good at loving people, but it's not, um, you know, it's not presenting itself where I, I'm, I'm not becoming successful because of it now, because I'm doing God's will. He will take care of me and my needs, but I'm not, you know, 
becoming wealthy or successful because of it. So I don't know. I think some of the people have really, really made it. I wish they wouldn't necessarily say if you follow your God given talent, you will be successful because it's not necessarily so. Because when Jesus was here, he was not rich and successful either. So I just think that's probably not necessarily a good piece of advice. There's nothing wrong with following your dreams, but don't think it's guaranteed or anything like that. Um, just do it because you love it. Um, make it a, you know, maybe sometimes it's just meant to be a hobby. But at the end of the day, I think it's really what God gives you, you're supposed to use it to help others, which is what Mikey did. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much giving back Steve Harvey does. I think he, uh, I think he does a bit. He um, helps youth. I think he has organizations and stuff like that. So I think at the end of the day, even if you do it on a small scale, whatever your talent is, um, you know, do it. And I hope that I am doing it by, I hope that I encourage you guys that listen some somehow um, that I know at least in a little bit of a way that I'm helping, you know, that would really, really mean a lot to me. Or if I'm just uplifting you, just by listening to me being my silly, goofy-ass self, you know, um, then I feel I will have a purpose. So, anyway, <laughs> I said all that to say, what did I say all that to say for? Just that, yeah, not everyone is meant to be rich and successful, but you can have, you know, faith and hope that good things will happen to you in your life. And that made me think of... Hebrews 11.1. 1. I had to look it up. I don't know these <laughs> scriptures by number. I'm not going to lie. I had to look it up. Um, because I always remember it, though, because it's... Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, I was just trying to think of the difference between faith and hope. Now, to me, hope is is like something... It's definitely an earthly thing, hope. Because it could be something that you can have that it, that can work out or not work out. Like, like say you hope today's daily special is fish sticks, <laughs> right? And then when you get to the cafeteria, it's oh, uh, it's uh, I don't know, tacos, <laughs> right? So you hoped for fish sticks, but it's tacos. But I mean, life goes on, right? You're not going to be devastated about it or anything. Hopefully. <laughs> But, um, you know, or then when you're young, you hope, you know, you get this job, you hope you get this car, you know, and hope is good. I mean, it kind of makes you pursue your dreams when you hope for something. But I think faith is like they're saying is for hoping for things of things unseen. So I think faith is more so, well, it's for here too, but it's also more for our life after here. Um, you have faith that you're going to get through a situation here on earth or you have faith in God's promises for after here but you can't see those things And but the difference is between faith and hope hope may or may not happen but faith you just know instinctively in your gut that it will happen so in a way faith is more strong faith if you have true, true faith, even the faith of a mustard seed, there's no doubt in your mind what will happen, even though you can't see it. Like, um, God has promised me something. I've t 
told you that before. I haven't told you what it was, <laughs> but he has promised me and he can promise you things too. If you have a relationship with him, but, um, sometimes it just seems so far off and it seems, and that's when I start to get depressed when it just seems so far away and, you know, like that, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, but I know it's going to happen. I have faith it's going to happen because I believe God and his promises a hundred percent. But I I don't know, I guess I could say I don't necessarily have hope that what I wanted in life would turn out the way that I hoped for. That lesson I learned a long time ago. When you're young you have a lot more hope of what life could be, but once you get older and older you see that things aren't necessarily going to be the way you hope for. So you kind of um, give up. I don't want to say give up on hope because like I said, hope makes you keep going on and on and try to do. Otherwise, you'll never move if you don't have hope. But I, I just still think faith is stronger because faith is what you can uh, count on. It's guaranteed. Faith is a guaranteed thing for you. And hope just may or may not happen. But they're, you know, both okay. <laughs> they're both good. But faith is good. And God wants you to have faith. That's what's important. Um, and so along those lines, I was like, what what song can I tell these guys that would match the mood with that? I was thinking of that song, Wishing and Hoping, <laughs> by Dusty Springfield. Um... Why is it taking forever to pull up? Now, the lyrics, I don't necessarily agree with. They're very simplistic lyrics, really. It's a nice song. I've always loved Dusty Springfield's voice. I just love her voice. Man, if I could sing like she could. Um, But let me read you guys the lyrics. You guys know this song, right? Wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of his charms. That won't get you into his arms. So if you're looking to find a love, you can share. All you got to do is hold him and kiss him and love him and show him that you care. Show him that you care just for him. Do the things he likes to do. Wear your hair just for him. Because you won't get him thinking and praying, wishing and hoping. Because wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming, his kisses will start. That won't get you into his heart. So if you're thinking... Of how great true love is. All you gotta do is hold him and kiss him and squeeze him and love him. Yeah, just do it. And after you do, you will be his. You gotta show him that you care just for him. Do the things he likes to do. Wear your hair just for him. Because you won't get him thinking and praying and wishing and hoping. Because wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming. His kisses will start. That won't get you into his heart. So if you're thinking of how great true love is, all you gotta do is hold him. And kiss him and squeeze him and love him. Yeah, just do it. And after you do, you will be his. You will be his. You will be his. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, if you want a guy, just walk up to some dude on the street. Just tell yourself you want that guy and just start hugging him and kissing him and squeezing him. Now, uh, uh, if his woman comes around the corner with a, a cast iron frying pan, he hits you upside the head, you know, <laughs> just just blame the songwriters, which I found out in case, in this case is Hal David and Burt Bacharach. Um, yeah. So this song was written by two dudes. And I guess maybe in their eyes, in this time, they think that uh, 
well, maybe to them, if you wear your hair the way they like, then you can get your man. <laughs> really? Is it really that simple, dudes? Um, <laughs> somehow, I, I, I just don't think so. Just wearing your hair and then kissing him. Uh, doing the things that he likes to do. I mean, sure. I mean, if you're in a relationship with somebody, of course, you're going to do the things he likes to do. I mean, if he likes to... um. I don't know, go to such and such a concert, you might want to go with him. But I don't know. On the other hand, now that I say that out loud, like say if you're married to somebody that likes football, I don't like football. And if the guy was like really into football, I wouldn't hope he wouldn't just insist that I sit there and watch him play, watch him watch football or the ones that are interested in video games, which I would never be with someone <laughs> that's a video game. Not, no offense to those that are, but that's just not my thing. And I, I know there have like some girls that have to sit there and watch your guy play video games. Like, really? Um, that's more kind of a one sided thing. And it's all about the guy. There's nothing wrong with doing stuff for your man. Um, I love doing stuff. Um, but when it comes to that point where you're just doing stuff for him and he expects you to just be there for him and whether you like it or not, (laughs) you wear your hair. I mean, like he likes it when you wear your hair in, um, I don't know, in an updo, but you prefer to wear it in a ponytail. And if he insists that you do, or he shows any disdain when you don't wear it his way, then I think that's a problem. So I don't know. No offense to Hal David and Burt Bacharach. I'm sure they mean well. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Going to our Mikey Pooh factoid of the day. Sweet Mikey Pooh. Michael Jackson. Yes, let me scroll down because this page always goes popping back up and it really gets on my nerves. I wish it wouldn't do that. But it does. And yes, I'm stalling cause while I'm waiting for the <laughs> uh, page to scroll down. Uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. And it, of course, it's taking forever. But I'm still here. Are you? Do I still have you guys here? Are you still here with me? Or are you like, damn, when is that girl going to get to the her point? Well, as soon as the page goes down. Down, down, down. You know what? I probably should have gone upwards. Started this whole list going upwards. Maybe that would have worked out a little bit better. Okay. Um, okay, I was going in order, but this, um, the next fact on here is kind of boring to me, so I'm just skip it. (laughs) It's just really boring, and I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think you guys would be really interested in what, I don't know why they put that on there. Anyway, okay, the Mikey Poo fact of today. He made two billion in his lifetime and blew it all. Despite making $1.1 billion, or $2 billion adjusted for inflation, in his lifetime, Jackson, Mikey Poo, was such a big spender that he burned through it all and then some. At the end of his life, Mikey Poo, despite his enormous earnings, had around $350 million worth of debt to his name. Apparently, Jackson, in his final years, was spending 20 to $30 million more per year than he actually earned, pushing him further and further into debt. Well, now, <laughs> hey, you can't take it with you, can you, right? <laughs> Am I right? I mean, seriously, uh, he couldn't take it where he 
he's going and he doesn't need it up there because he's in a beautiful place where they don't be needing money up there so he's all good and in Mikey Pooh's defense I dare say that at least half probably more I would venture that 75% of that went to charities and or helping people individually I, I'm I'm gonna give him 75% and yeah he did have nice lavish things for himself but he he earned it um you know the way God takes care of us all I mean he he earned it and he had a right to um have nice things because he did work and God provided for him but he did the right thing and stewarded God's money by giving him away what I estimate to be 75%. But I know it's over 50%. I know that much. So he's all good. It's all good. Mikey Pooh is mwah, wonderful. Anyway, guys, I'm going to let y'all go now. I've been rambling on for quite some time now. And I think <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go and go out there and have a fun day. I want to remind you all that God loves you. She loves you. I love you. Mikey Boo loves you. Everybody loves you. <laughs> and we all want you to have just a wonderful and beautifully blessed day. We love you guys so much. Odabo. Peace, my brothers. <laughs>